Welcome to the Business Awards Show, where we share valuable information and secret nuggets to get your award entry notice by the judges for all the right reasons. Our weekly episodes also feature inspirational interviews with winners, judges and sponsors. So let's dive in and start your journey to award-winning success. it's Debbie Gilbert here from the Business Awards Show and I'm delighted today to be joined by Ruth Robb of Azalea who has just won the Charity Champion Award at the Best Business Women Awards which I also organise every year and the Business Awards Show is all about talking to people who've won awards but also about their journey and a bit about their business or their charity and Ruth does some amazing work, which our judges were completely bowled over by what she's doing uh, with Azalea in Luton. And um, I'm just delighted that we were able to recognise all of that work and we will be fundraising for Azalea in 2024. So Ruth, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's lovely to be here. So tell me um, a bit about Azalea and what Azalea does. So Azalea is an anti-sex trafficking movement, which means that we find anything to do with sex trafficking abhorrent and we're not tolerant towards it in any shape or form. We're a Christian charity, which means that we're non-judgmental and that's what we do. And we're based in every aspect of sex trafficking, be that child sexual exploitation, be that women who are trapped in sex trafficking, be it Flint, which is for sex buyers, be it for local communities that what want to know what on earth and I'm going to do with this abhorrent evil that's happening on my streets in my next door neighbour's house. How am I going to move on this? And also consulting and partnerships, which mm. is about taking the core values of Azalea and supporting other teams to be empowered to have similar replications. So Azalea has been going for some years now. So mm. where did your involvement with Azalea begin? It began at the beginning. It began at oh. my at my <laughs> at my kitchen table, um, as so many charities and businesses do, don't they? And it mm. began with the passion that everyone has a right to justice. No one should mm -hmm. be told who they're going to be because of their background and their environment. So many of our women are fourth and fifth generation involved in sex trafficking. So it's a constant expectation that it's a conveyor belt of abuse. Um, and everyone has the right to change. And I believe that very strongly. Who who has the right to, to tell somebody they're going to be like this because of their background and their environment? But I'm intrigued to know how it came onto your radar yeah. So how, did you, I, so how yeah. did you realize that this was going on? Yeah. So I've been involved in this kind of work for 36, 36 years. Um, and it's mm -hmm. just about getting on with it. It's about showing up. Um, and I've, I haven't come from any background connected to sex trafficking, but I heard about mm -hmm. it um, when I was a teenager before I did my social work training. And I was just struck by the extreme injustice of it. Uh, extreme and the sense of unbelievable hopelessness that once you're in it you can't get out so um, your background was social work before you yes. set up the charity 
Yes. Oh, I see. So you'd obviously been dealing with women and families that had been victims yes. of this throughout yeah. your work. Yeah. So where did the name Azalea come from? Azalea in ancient Greek means beautiful and dignified. And it's an incredible plant because it thrives in really difficult circumstances. So the harder the soil, the better the outcome for the flower. Amazing. Yeah. And we mm. and that's like our women. You know, the harder yeah. the circumstances, the more they flourish to be who they were meant to be. So for people listening to the podcast, I mean, how does the programme of support work? So somebody might come to you for support who is stuck in sex trafficking. Is that how they would access your support or would it be from partner organisations or both? Yeah. So Azalea isn't a beefer. As Azalea works in conjunction with partnerships. We cannot do what we do without the police, uh, without Border Force, without Interpol, without drug charities, without um, housing associations. The list is endless and we can't do it without. Um, so we have all these mechanisms for women to be able to know about Azalea, be it at court or probation or prison. The list is endless, but this is what's really interesting. 90% no, I don't know, I think it's 96%, I'm just correcting myself, The women come through peer referrals. It's through one person being accepted, being cared for in Azalea, will then refer someone else that they know who's trapped in sex trafficking. And, and that is how the women come to us. So many of the women, and we're beginning to realise this since um, COVID, and we've had an explosion of 48% increase to do with our Encompass, to do with the women's work. Um, so many of them are not able to come to the building uh, because of their perpetrators. So we go on outreach, and one of our passions is to take, is to go to where the needs are greatest, and outreach facilitates that. You've got a van, haven't you? We are just so excited. (laughs) It is Christmas all over again. So we've had um, our 15 years anniversary. um, And I don't know about you, but I like to get a present when it's a 15 year anniversary. And so we asked the women, you know, what, how, how can we do it better? How can we improve? And they just said, up the outreach, come to us more, bring drop in. One of the women said it as a throwaway comment, bring drop in to us. Mm-hmm. Making it thought, easier, more accessible. Yeah. Mm. So let's do it literally on wheels uh, for them. Uh, and let's create that they know it's something beautiful about asking them Mm. what sort of present do you want Mm. what how can we serve you the best way rather than us thinking that we know and how many women a year are affected by this do you know the statistics yeah so on average we have uh each year we engage with between 142 and 154 but we reckon it's going to be in the 170s this year and we're and having that's just in the Luton area alone. Yeah, it? it is. But we're having so many more internationals uh, that we mm. ever used to have. But the van will also go to other places where there's been a pop-up street work. Mm. So where mm-hmm. sex trafficking has gone to areas where it hasn't gone to before because of economic deprivation. And I... also pop-up brothels will be able to, to work with Border Force and Interpol and the police and respond to those there. So whilst they come in to sort of maybe sort out the criminal aspect, you're there to support the women and help them, which is really important. It is. It's so important. It's so important that sex trafficking for the women who I don't like the word victim, but survivors of sex trafficking, that they are not criminalised. So that's why the van is so important, because before 
um, Azalea was involved, they used to be handcuffed and taken mm. to the police cells. And then you wonder why they don't share their intelligence. Mm. Because know? it's actually the organised crime groups that you want to sort of get to, exactly. to, to stop it. So, I mean, honestly, if there's 150 women in Luton and you extrapolate that out across the UK, it's yeah. tens of thousands, isn't it? It is, it is. And it's in every mm. village, every city mm. and every town, but it's perhaps more hidden mm. in other in other more affluent areas, but it still goes on because it's mm. about human nature. Mm. So, and I'm guessing because you're in close proximity to Luton Airport, that's yes. why you're getting a lot of people coming in from parts of Europe. Yeah, absolutely. And also um, Dunstable Lorry Park. All right. And we're finding that a lot of Indigenous British people, um, their attempts to export them out. Um, oh, wow. Europe, okay. Because there's right. some demand for that physically type of woman. So yeah. you're now finding that women are being taken out of the UK against their will yeah. over to Europe. Yeah, very yeah. Scary, isn't it? it's very scary. And they don't realise because of the massive increase of social media dating, people, mm-hmm. there's, there's a naivety, there's a trust that the, the profile that's in front of them is the profile that they're going to meet. Um, and also, these these not... these organised gangs are using social media yeah. dating websites yeah. and dating yeah. apps yeah. To, to sort of ensnare younger women into their... Traps, Abs- absolutely particularly only fans is horrendous okay. but also they they're also able to infiltrate other sites that are more have more of a respectable tone to them wow i mean week to week what sort of work are you doing i mean talk us through a typical azalea week azalea week so oh it's so, so much to say so we have um encompass we have drop in three times a week Mm-hmm. Um, where we're able to support the women, access them, escort them over the road to help with housing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's uh, Flourish, which is the therapeutic support, which is really important. That's for women who have got enough confidence to say, yes, I want to leave. Um, yes, I want to have other skills in my life. So they they learn art, uh, they learn barista training, um, and and lands up with a really good qualification. Had a brilliant group today, actually, from that. And cooking as well, to learn how to stick to a budget and cook. Um, sewing, absolutely love sewing. So that's Flourish, that goes on through the week. We also have a huge amount of Flint mentoring that goes on, mainly through um, Zoom, so that's sex buyers. At very occasionally, that will be face-to-face, but on the whole, mm. Zoom is the preference uh, medium. Mm. And then consulting and partnerships. I'm, I, on average, connect with six projects a week from from inter- international places and do mentoring with their CEO and and go through what policies mean and work with them to make sure that policy isn't a duplication, isn't a replication of what we do here, but is contextualised with their local surroundings. Because mm-hmm. um, it's so important that it has an individualisation around it. Uh, and I talk a lot, as you can tell. <laughs> I, I saw you of- speak. Do you remember? <laughs> I saw you speak at an event once, and I was just so bowled over with your your genuine nature in the way you spoke from the heart, and the way that most of us in the room, I think, didn't really consider what is going on behind the scenes in mm. in our streets, behind mm. the neck curtain, as it were. Um, I think if you don't come from that world, you're not familiar with it. You don't know no. that that's what's going on, and. Um, you don't realise how many women are, are sex trafficked against their will and they know mm. 
you know they mm. go into this not knowing what they're going to be dealing with mm. so setting up a charity is not for the faint-hearted <laughs> and 15 years is a very long time so I'm just keen to understand what challenges you've come across over the last 15 years and what's been some of your greatest um, challenges and triumphs as well let's talk about those yeah, I love I love seeing the volunteers come in quite apprehensive or staff members and seeing them flourish. I love that. We have an incredible um, consortium of volunteers and staff who sacrifice so much to be with us on this journey. And I love that. I love to see the transformation in them. And I love to see the transformation in the men and the women in the communities, obviously. But it is very powerful to see the staff and the volunteers come come forward and also people donate who wouldn't normally donate so we have someone who who brought clothes in a couple of days ago and they've never done anything like that before and i love that because we're all better people if we're giving mm, I you agree. Know? and and um and it's lovely to see them flourish more in who they who and who they were made to be and azalea is about uh local solutions so you have people who make meals people who make cakes people who knit and messages like that are really important mm-hmm. because it's never about the food and it's never about the hand the, the gloves and the hats it's always about stranger love stranger Mm. kindness because they have stranger danger all the time through sex Mm. buyers and to receive extraordinary acts of kindness and people that work crazy hours and yet decide to make 40 meals for them yet decide to knit them is a very powerful metaphor Mm. and it's very powerful for their for their self-esteem so have a lot of the women come from backgrounds where they weren't nurtured and loved earlier on in yeah. their life. Yeah. yeah. So the, your charity is, is absolutely giving them that love, which is amazing. Yeah. And it's it's so vital that they know that they are to be celebrated. So many of the women don't realise uh, that it's their birthday. Mm-hmm. And so we celebrate birthdays here. And sometimes you have a not not an argument and not an altercation, but it's like, oh, it can't be my birthday. It was my birthday last year. And we said, yeah. That means you've got another one coming up just now. And just that realisation that they don't have a clue about any of those things. Mm. So we open over Christmas and a lot of them don't have alternatives of what to do for Christmas. And and we need to be reliable because so many people have let them down. Mm. And sex buyers in particular promise the women so much and don't deliver. So mm. it's really important that we under-promise and over-deliver. Yeah. Where they over-promise and never deliver, to be blunt um so that's amazing what about your challenges what sort of challenges have you experienced um ah two (laughs) two really sad ones I think for me um so if I'm honest I was once um I was on outreach in the car and I was turning right and we have a rule that when we see the women in sex buyers cars that we don't ever look at the driver but because of the the transaction I had to and I knew him and he was my um he he he's my son's friend's father oh dear okay yeah yeah and i i live um nine miles away so that was that's quite a big deal and um he was the the major caregiver um so i saw him every day at the school gate so i talked to him the next day and said look i saw you and um he said oh i was just giving her a lift i said look it's okay i saw you and i need you to know a couple of things i need you to know that what you've told when i saw you i'm not going to talk about this to anybody else this isn't Mm going to go around the playground this is your challenge not mine but if you ever come to a day 
when you feel that you want help and you want to stop that, come to me. I won't ever bring this subject up again. I'll probably see you for the next six years at school assemblies Mm -hmm. and at the school gate, but I won't ever. And he thanked me and walked away and we never talked about it again. And I saw him every day. Well, Mm -hmm. every school day. So that was a personal thing that was quite hard to me because I thought there's so much more to life that you could have. Mm. And, and there's no judgment with us. We will support you to leave this. Mm. Um, so that was really hard. And, um, Another thing that was really hard was a woman that we worked uh, with very closely. She was really hard work. She was quite very violent to a lot of the other women. Mm-hmm. Um, she came to drop in once and she lost her temper for about a long time. Um, again, it was about the birthday. How dare you celebrate my birthday? I am rubbish. I am terrible. Mm-hmm. I am awful. Uh, and then she left. And then about two years later, we didn't know where she was. She was very thin, horrendous abuse from her perpetrator. She phoned up and said, just to let you know, I'm out. Um, I've got a new life and I'm doing really well. And she was, and she did extraordinarily well. And being involved in sex trafficking and being a drug user means that uh, you're unable to feel physical pain when other things go wrong in one's body and that caught up with her and she died very very suddenly and Mm. um but she'd had quality time with her family she had restoration of relationships and it was beautiful and she'd formed her own business and and you know it's so hard to make a profit in the first year and she did amazing she was a really talented person Mm. and although it was really sad that she died it was really good because it was a really good ending. And, mm. they, and they said really clearly in the medical reports that it was unbelievable that she'd lived as long as she lived with the condition mm. of her body. Amazing. But it felt a sad day. Yeah, I can see that. And how do you insulate yourself against all these stories? Because obviously, week in, week out, you're dealing with difficult situations. So how do you, how does Ruth insulate herself? Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, I have professional supervision. I mm-hmm. have that every three weeks um we talk about it morning noon and night Mm self-care um how does that look i have really trusting relationships Mm -hmm. and i have a work phone Mm. and that's really yeah Yeah, i'm very very compartmentalized uh and i pray and i get really angry anger is really it's a good thing it's a good emotion i get really angry about how the women are treated Yeah. yeah um and i talk about that a lot Mm. in the group and um yeah wow so awards yes <laughs> so how did it feel to be crowned charity champion <laughs> 2024 um you know this might sound a bit dramatic but it was really overwhelming because um we kept going during azalea uh, during COVID, we mm. kept going. Azalea was, uh, with the permission of the police, we kept going. We kept having clients and we um, empowered our values. We lived mm. by our values. And it felt a little bit like, yeah, <laughs> it was just it was just so good that we'd been seen mm. and that that had been acknowledged. And I, I can talk about this for hours and hours, but our volunteers and our staff are absolutely brilliant. And I felt it was just so good for them to be seen. Mm. and. Uh, yeah, it was just lovely. And I came back and I told the women, they were just so so excited. And there was something that I hadn't quite envisaged telling them in that they felt valued. Mm-hmm. They felt seen. They felt that other people 
finds it abhorrent what's happened to them. Yeah. And I mean, and, our, and, yeah. our awards are judged by a judging panel of experts. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's always, you could say that charity work is subjective, isn't it? Oh, well, what one person might find inspiring somebody yeah. else. I mean, all the charities that were shortlisted this year are all doing amazingly. Yeah, but you just kind I of edged it. And I think you edged it because of your dedication to the cause. And I think that they chose you, commented that this is a topic rarely talked about and needs to be talked about more. Mm, mm, so I think mm, from that perspective, the judges wanted to push you out there a bit mm, more. Mm. You know, and we need to, and, and as a, an awards for women, Mm. This is going to be an ideal forum to be able to mm. share your work mm. Mm. next and, year. Yeah, it's full of women. Yeah, it's tremendous. And and I was shocked, Debbie, as to how strongly the women felt about it that they were seen, mm. and it was really important mm. for them. They thought, yeah, we're seen. It, other people are really bothered mm. by us because they feel that often, you know, they're they're forgotten in their bubble, and um, it was really important for them. And I I I was able to ask them for some quotes on what they thought of it. And it was just really incredible. And you put that into your entry, didn't you? Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. So I think it gave the judges yeah. a real good steer yeah. on just the difference that you're making. So what's on the agenda for Azalea for 2024? What's the plans next? Yeah. Oh, it's just absolutely huge um, to really go forward with the international support a lot more mm -hmm. and to really um, support the police and border force and interpol in doing uh pop-up um warrants for mm -hmm. brothels that are here there and everywhere particularly the ones through airbnb airbnb um, yeah yeah it's a huge a huge marketplace for sex trafficking uh and to really deal with that in hearts beds and bucks and mm -hmm. to continue to have those conversations with concerned mums and aunts and neighbours about uh, their teenagers, about what's happening to them. And that is a huge privilege because you're really preventing the cycle. Um, mm. And that's tremendous. And to grow our consulting and partnerships because life is short. And just to get our influence out here, there and everywhere is really important. So if um, anyone's listening to this, what can they do to help you? Uh, the biggest thing that they can do is contact us and ask that question and then I can listen to who they are and what they can provide and take it from there I love the idea of individual mm -hmm. um just just listening rather than a, a blanket um statement because some people have said oh well, I live loads away I could have a, a house party and you could come and talk to it for example that that's a brilliant idea or we can give handbags for the women you know the the ideas are endless but I I, I hate the idea of charities just being associated with money because mm -hmm. it's so much more than that. Partnership is so much more. Um, and, and everyone has a right to give. And our women make little soaps to give to people that give to Azalea because they, they have a right to thank, don't they? Mm. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. So we will make sure that Azalea's details are in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, we'll put the details into our YouTube channel. Um, it's been lovely talking to you. You're an incredibly inspiring woman. Oh, I've, I've really enjoyed you, Debbie. You're lovely. If, if the world had more Ruths, it would be a much better place. <laughs> be more Ruth, everybody. <laughs> See a need, set something up and go mm -hmm. for it. And that's what you did. And it's incredible that, you know, you've been recognised for that hard work. Mm -hmm. 
And the women of Luton are very lucky to have you in their midst, having their back and sorting and giving them that lovely support that you wrap around them. So I wish you continued success with Azalea. And we will see you at the awards next year, uh, where we'll hear yes. more about the charity and we will do some fundraising for you as well. Oh. So thank you for joining thank me. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Awards show. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others and post about it on social media or leave a rating or review. To catch all of the latest information and show notes, please go over to our website, businessawardshow.co.uk. Thank you.